What's going on, friends? What's up, gamers? And welcome to Droolcast 241. I'm Truaz. Joining me, as usual, Jack. What's up? What's up? Hi. And we got Ace. Que lo que? That's How good. we do? <laughs> uh, man, what a week, huh? You mean E3 week? Uh, what a, yeah, I mean, I'm... <laughs> It's funny. Like, I want to say we're still recovering from E3. Like, not being there. Right. <laughs> it was just a fucking... It was just news on news on news. It was It was a busy E3. And as we said last week, it wasn't really expected to be that crazy. You thought it was going to be pretty yeah. low-key. few games. I mean, especially once Sony said, hey, we're kind of showcasing four games. Um, then, once I heard that, yeah, I was like, that's weird. But I like that style. I, I don't know. For some reason, everybody's, like, hating on it. I liked it. I'm not hating on it. I just don't think they needed to showcase those four games. I, I think they could have showcased other games because, like, I mean, I think we spoke about this off air, but the games that they showcase don't need the media hype. Right. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, that was brand new, so that one could use it. But what, Last of Us Part Two and Spider-Man and, I mean, Death Stranding kind of, Death Stranding needed some attention to. Death Stranding needed it. Right, but Shima still nobody it. really figured out anymore about Death Stranding, <laughs> <laughs> even with a 15-minute like gameplay demo and all that stuff, or whatever you want to call God. it. So The mystery makes it that much better, though. Yeah? Yeah, it's the anticipation, isn't Are it? Are you going to buy a PlayStation to play Death Stranding? I already said this last time. I will. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's a yeah. big deal. I mean, I mean, there's more... That is a big deal. I mean, there's other yeah. things that are, like, you know, giving that motivation, but Death Stranding... I love Kojima. Like I said, I give him a lot of props for, like, my development of gaming world. So, you know, it, it goes to the whole Nintendo, then the whole Pokemon, the whole Metal Gear. That was, like, my teenage phase, you know, my, like, getting into violence stage. It's something <laughs> which, um, you know... Metal Gear was one of them. I mean, he was the first guy who got me to, like, well, I want to say, like, rage on a game. Like, I've, I've mentioned this previously in other, like, you know, podcasts. It's something which, when it comes to playing Metal Gear, that fight with Cycle Mantis, where you actually have to, spoiler alert, you have to unplug <laughs> your controller to put it in player number two to not let him take over your brain. You know how hard that was to identify that? <laughs> That's clever as fuck. It like, is a really cool idea. But, <laughs> but what if this game sucks? Like, not everybody who is a great whatever, like if you're a great video game designer or a great director or a great songwriter, it doesn't mean that everything you make is going to be good. What if Yo, this the, game the, So you're saying good? Shout out Lawbreakers. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's plenty of examples, right, of, of that being the case. So what if No this... disrespect. I fucking love Clippy. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, no disrespect to anybody. I mean, I watched yeah. Jurassic Park The Lost World, so that's Jurassic Park 2, and Spielberg directed that, and I thought it was abysmal. I'm like, how did Spielberg ever do have anything to do Approve with this movie? This or put his yeah, name and on I was it. like, this is like, I wanted to turn it off. So, I mean, everyone has something that doesn't work out that well. So, why, you know? No, so I mean. Wouldn't you want to wait a little bit more to see really what the game's about? Because it might be Walking Simulator 2019 or 2020. It, it did look out. like a lot of walking. I I just have a feeling it's going to be a really long game. 
Like because you're walking for fifteen of the twenty uh, hours of the that's game. That's fine, but as okay. long as you're discovering stuff within that time. I mean, fuck! I sat through <laughs> three movies of walking, and they're all called <laughs> Lord of the Rings. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I probably sat through six of them if you include the Hobbit series. Oh my god! The same fucking premise. I haven't watched. I mean, any come of on. Let, let's be real. Let's. Be, I mean, uh, you, they're, they're walking and walking, and then they fucking throw a ring. <laughs> like that's the movie. That sounds terrible. I mean. I don't know why they would focus so much on that. I think they're just still trying to like hide a lot of it. It's it's hard to say. Uh, the game it just looks. I'm just a lemming for some products like PK or Pokemon and you know Metal Gear yeah. being my my other one. I mean, I hear a lot of like fans who are trying to say that this is supposed to be like what the his lit next Metal Gear would have been, which would have been a prequel to all the Metal Gears. So there's a lot of hidden Easter eggs in this, and that's kind of what interests me more than anything. It's I'm sure I'm sure there will be a lot of Easter eggs in it. Yeah, just because he wants to throw like like the the like, antagonist you guys stole this shit from me type shit. Yeah, the antagonist, whatever that. Well, I don't know if it's antagonist, but the um, gentleman that they show, who's like the only other human figure that looks to be evil, he's um. He looks like um, a guy who was in the Metal Gear Snake Eater and um, the Zeros called The Sorrow. And he seems to be like very impactful to the beginning. That's what I'm saying. They have a lot of like character parallels that they are kind of drawing sort of from like the Metal Gear yeah. series that everybody's like, oh, okay. So this is kind of like to give you a parallel of what he had in mind to like you know the whole dimensions like you can see how some things even with their latest game are kind of there the whole like i want to say zombies but the like you know the whole like disfigured stuff with the latest uh, metal gear game yeah so i'm just saying like there's some stuff that you could kind of say oh okay if you mix that with what they're kind of putting together there i see the similarities but Overall, I mean, I'm just interested what the hell that game is all about because it's so random. Uh, everybody is, man. So is everybody else. The baby. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> Had the Ali McBeal baby inside Incubator the damn thing. Incubator baby. <laughs> Incubators, man. I don't know, man. But, um, but, I mean, all right. Realistically, here's all I want to know is, so Jack went to E3. Yay. Well, I went to Microsoft's. And- Media briefing. Okay, That's yep, not really sorry. going to E3, but you. I mean, okay. You I were, partook in an event in associated with E3. There you go. Okay. Can we get like? I went to the parking lot of E3. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, much. shit. Even at the parking lot, there was a lot of action going on. Apparently. Yeah, it was crowded. It was a whole thing. I mean, Bethesda yeah. was on top of the parking lot. That's where they set up their tent, and then Microsoft was literally across a very small street. Like if you say across the street, you think kind of far, but literally. A very small street was Microsoft Theater from the parking mm-hmm. lot, and um, they were right bike, there, so everyone's right there. And then there was like a little bit bigger than a bike path, but kind of same same idea. There was a movie theater. I don't know what's going on there, but the line around that was crazy, and it was just the whole thing. You had mentioned, uh, I forget what it was. I forget how you worded it, but something about ask me if I would ever go back to E3 or something along the lines. The point of E3, I guess, is to play games, right? Um, same thing with yeah. PAX or whatever is to see stuff and play games, but it's like. I don't really want to play the games there. It's like I'm, I care more about the announcements and stuff at E3. So it's usually after like the first two or three days of E3, I'm kind of over it. Not because I'm just exhausted, but because all the announcements have stopped. 
So yeah. it's like people are still showing up to the show, though. They still have meetings. They're still playing games or, you know, waiting. I, you sent a, you sent me a tweet where someone's still like, they've been waiting for two hours or something. What game was yeah. that? Um, it was for Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So they've been waiting like over two hours for Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm like, who, who wants to do that? Like, I don't want to do that. So For like a 10-minute demo. <laughs> right, right. It's like it comes yeah, out in oof. January. Sure, that's six, seven months away, but who cares? Just, I'd rather wait the you, six, seven you've months. You've waited like 17 else. years. You good. <laughs> yeah, you could wait another seven months, eight months. <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't know. So, I mean, just being at the show floor itself, I don't really see the point. Because to me, E3 Unless, is all about announcements, and I can conveniently yeah. watch that from my house. And it, <laughs> it, it just seems like I'm, I can take everything in better from the house because I get more information, right? So Front row seats. Different yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. yeah. So instead of me having to be in like 20 different places at once, I can have a bunch of different windows open to my computer, all live streams, which I actually did at one point. And it's <laughs> like I can easily go back and forth between them. And if it's something I've seen, then I'm not missing out on something else because I can just mute that stream and watch the other one. Whereas if I were physically there, I could only be consuming one piece of that at a time. So, but Jack, what about the, the BO, man? You got to be able to smell <laughs> E3. You got to feel it. When I was there, it wasn't bad, but I mean, I don't know what it's like actually at the show. I mean, anytime Here's I a, watched a stream, like say Mixer yeah. Booth and stuff, it looked pretty not didn't look crowded. Is the show floor open during the conferences? Uh, no, Microsoft is before. I think the show floor was like Tuesday to something another or whatever, Tuesday to Friday or Tuesday to Saturday. So after all of the announcements are done, is when the show floor opens up? It just they just happen to do it on that day. I think okay. the reason why is because companies want the spotlight, and if you're announcing everything during the same time everything else is going on, you're you're probably not getting the spotlight. You somebody you else deserve. is going to get the hype, right? Know. So everyone keeps putting it in conferences the day before, the day before, the day before. So I think Microsoft used to be on Monday, which was the day before E3, because I think E3 usually mm-hmm. starts on Tuesday. So it was like Microsoft and Sony. Microsoft was usually 10 a.m. Sony was usually like 5 p.m. the same day. Yeah. Sometime between that. then, it was usually EA and Ubi kind of around there. And now yeah. EA was on Saturday. Microsoft was Sunday. Even earlier. And then Bethesda was also Sunday. And then Monday was Sony and Ubi, right? And Squeenix yeah. maybe? Something like that? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it seems like they keep separating themselves further and further apart. So they have time so people can react to what's happening and they can get the press coverage because if everyone's on the same day then it's like you're going to cover what's most what you think is most important and the other things may get lost so i feel like everything will get lost yeah Yeah. so i feel like the larger companies are trying to space themselves out as much as they can so they can get the coverage that they feel like they deserve or should get that's crazy man so yeah i don't know if i would actually i mean i would go to e3 just to see it like be cool i went to e3 but I don't think it'd be mm-hmm. any benefit because what I want from E3 are announcements and details. And I feel like I can do a lot better sitting at my computer to get those things than being there. I think I would prefer going to the the three, I mean, I guess now three days. I really wish it was two, but three days of all of the media briefings, like attending all of the media briefings, right? Yeah. And Or sorry, 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 sorry. I would rather watch the media briefings at home like just private and get all of the information everything that i possibly can and then show up only just to like play whatever i want to play or if i have appointments to go to those appointments like i think that 
is the the only way I would enjoy E3. Right. But like you said, I'm not waiting in line for two fucking hours just to right. play ten minutes of Kingdom Hearts. I'm sorry. I, I think the game was great. It has nothing against the game. It's just I don't want to wait two hours to play one game. Like, no. I'm, and I'm the same way at PAX. Like, I see all of the bigger games, and I'm like, I'd rather play all the indies because I'm probably going to have more fun playing four or five games while you're stuck in line you know, shriveled up with all the other people in the, in this line for, uh, what, 10 minutes to sit down on a fucking DX exactly. racer chair yeah. and play this piece. Like, I don't care about any of that. I'll stand up, I'll play your indie game, and I'll enjoy every single one of them the entire time. Now, I understand that E3 is not really meant for the whole indie stage, right? Like, it's, it's for all of the bigger AAA announcements and shit, but... I, I just don't see myself standing in line for one game. Like, basically, my entire day would be wasted on three games. Right, I mean, it's the same Like, way, realistically. Yeah, same way with PAX, though, too. Like you said, for the big games, the lines are crazy. Or when but I was there so many- for Rift, it was like the line was crazy for Rift because then it came out yet, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, even some games, so a lot of people got to play a closed doors demo of Cyberpunk 2077, but they can't talk it like no one's talked about it. i don't think they're allowed to talk about can't it i think it, it was just yeah, to say like hey it, yeah. here's our game like get excited for it's kind of what we're going for so i mean even even if i got to play that i'd still kind of be like oh i'm, I'm sad because i don't get to share this with anybody and no one's going to see it anyway for a while so i mean e3 so even- to me after the the media briefings after the announcements e3 is all about networking if so if you're in the video game industry yeah. Or, you know, if you're more popular than we are, say you're like a Kotaku or an IGN or a Polygon or oh, yeah. a Giant Bomb or anybody like that, then... then Actually, <laughs> no, sorry. I take that back. They're good people. <laughs> then staying around <laughs> the next few days after all the announcements is very important because that's when you get to see everybody. You really get to talk to people. You get to keep the, like, keep the relationships going or create new ones. So for that part, that's where I see E3 shining. But really just for a normal person... Like for me covering the show, everything is done after the announcements on the stages. That's it. There's I don't. Really I don't else, need a yeah. meeting. I just got everything I needed from that because usually yeah. there isn't more info. If they showed a trailer, that's probably all they got. That's all they have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's not like at PAX or somewhere where you get to have a meeting and you get to talk to people and get more in depth about the games. I mean, some games you can, but I feel the ratio of ones you can to ones you can't a lot more of them you can't. So that's why I'm not too sure if attending E3 is like really worthwhile. Like I said, I think it's all about the announcements and then all about networking after that. So, yeah. Like you said, I, like to, for me, it's just saying I went there once and exactly. I did what I like. I enjoyed it. It was fun, and that's it. I mean, but the other thing is, like, like you you were saying having all of the this you know the screens open and different streams going on and whatever. I mean, don't you feel like that's a little bit of a disservice in the sense of? I could watch a sporting event at home, you know, no problem, versus actually going there and enjoying no, it. No, it's not the same because it's um, a sporting event is usually singular. Like, I'm either watching that one event at home or I'm at the event. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not – so for March Madness, I'd rather watch it at home or watch it somewhere because I can watch four games or five games at one time for yeah. March Madness. I guess four games. I guess there's four cities, right? So I can watch max four games at one time. But if it's just a football game, then and I want to see that football game anyway because it's like teams I was on my team or whatever, and then I'm going to go to the game or watch it at home. To me, that's the same. But okay. when there is multiple sources or multiple things happening at one time, I think it's beneficial to not be there live 
Because it's like I went to March Madness games because they had some in San Diego this year. So I went, but I was also on my phone, and I was streaming all the other games on my phone <laughs> while I was at one of the games live. So, yeah. I mean, I still did the same thing. It's just it was just more difficult to do because I'm on my phone rather than being at home and on a big screen TV or Enjoying on my computer yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so for events where there's so much happening at the same time, I, I prefer to be, you know, and at, at a place where I can congregate everything into one source rather than having to physically be present at one of those. So, yeah. Fair enough. So it's different. I would say would a little go, different. Would you go favorite. back for like the actual conference? Like if invited? Yeah. Why not? Because I mean, okay. the conference again, like it's a singular event. There wasn't anything else happening at that time. So I wasn't mm-hmm. quote unquote missing anything by being physically at the conference. Uh, the media briefing is what I'm Right, to. right. But yeah, no, no, just for listeners. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, anything like that I would do. Any of the media briefings I would probably do because none of them overlapped anything else this year. So yeah. it's like, yeah, why not? That, and like I said, that's the stuff I care about anyway, all the announcements. It only yeah, got exactly. crazy. That was awesome. I think day one it got crazy when PC Showcase was on and Inside Xbox was on and then Inside Xbox, which I think we're going to talk about a couple of games they had on there, decided to, like, premiere two different games that they didn't premiere at the briefing <laughs> at the same time. yeah and, and then we started recording the show at the same time so i had like all the stuff open i'm trying to do notes and all this it was <laughs> it was nuts it was a whole thing so yeah the whole inside xbox thing like it's they're trying to like push that a little more because they're like showing off a bunch of shit on there too that wasn't part of like the actual uh the actual media briefing so yeah, it's, I, I don't it's know, funny just seeing like... their count rise up from like oh we have this much games we're gonna show oh wait we have this much games we're gonna show exactly <laughs> dude it was insane <laughs> the first game they showed on inside xbox is called vigor but i, I always want to say did you see that i always yes. want to say vigor though because vigo <laughs> in ghostbusters you know i am vigo it's like that's how it's said so i always want to say vigor just i don't know i don't know that's stupid but um, <laughs> that's why I want to say it every single time. I don't want to say bigger. I want to say Vigor. And then, uh, anyways, it's going to be in game preview summer 2018 on Xbox One. I'm not sure what other platforms it's going to be on. I didn't actually look that up. But it's from the developers of Daisy. And basically. Arma, huh? Like all that stuff, right? Arma and all that stuff. I don't know. Did they do that too? I think so. Yeah. Arma too? I don't know. I never paid that much attention to those games. But I'm looking. Anyways, I'm trying to look really quick. Armor series, yeah, they're on there. Okay, cool. This game is kind of oh, interesting. Right. Did you? So Juan watched it, right? Oz, did you see it or see a part of it? Yeah, or? I saw some. I saw some of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did it particularly safe while driving. That was great. That's really good. Be careful with that. I'll just give a brief overview, then we can get into what we all thought. Basically, it's post-apocalyptic, like a lot of other games were. This E3, that was kind of the theme, and they say. There's like a dozen other players on the map at the same time. But or you don't know that. There could be, right. There could be up to a dozen yeah. players on the map at the same time. But you don't know who's on the map or where they're at or anything like that unless you hear something happening or you run into them. But basically the idea is you want to get into the game, get supplies, like scavenge, loot, do all that stuff, and then go back to your, your home base. So get out of the game and then kind of store your stuff away and then go back in and come back out. And you can hop in and out anytime you want. So yeah, if you're getting attacked and you run away and you make it to like an exit portal, then you did. You basically escaped. Or if you just happen to go in and not run into anybody and everything like that and get your stuff and get out, then you're good too. But how do you feel if see fuck, you didn't play Division. So Division has it's basically this. They have the dark zone or whatever. 
Yeah, if you go to the and but if you engage in combat, right? Uh, you have to go through a cooldown period before you can escape. Do you think this game will have something like that? I didn't see anything. Right, I didn't see anything like that either. There might be. Because I'd be pissed, man. If somebody's running away from me, right, and they're weak as fuck, like I shoot at them, they're weak as fuck, and they just go to a portal and they're gone, and I'm like, well, there goes that. Like, well, it seems but like I mean, they, they, they said any time. I mean, that was the word that was um, utilized, yeah. any time. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. Like, say portals really did exist in the real world, and <laughs> there's no real cooldown period for me to go in a portal, right? I just kind of... If I'm getting shot at, I can run, run up to the portal and hit the button, the, and I'm gone, right? I'm, I'm running into that portal with you, and I'm going to fucking kill you. All right, well then... <laughs> like, I don't know. But you can't. You're in your safe... Like, like this... They're basically... They're basically playing fucking, like, tag, like, back in the day. Hiding, no, hiding go see, safe spot, I guess. Safe yeah. spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, safe safe yeah. spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's what they're doing. You can't touch me. Five... You can't stay here. The thing I wish they kind of did is kind of what Metal Gear um, Five did with the bases, though. That would have been cool, you know. I mean, it could be an add-on. Metal Gear. Um, you could set up your own base. You could set up your own resource. You could have your own like um, members there with like certain rate. I mean, it goes a bit deep, but you could um, set up your personnel so that they react to like when they see a actual. Like, you know, a stranger, they'll, like, sign the alarm, try to actually, like, you know, like, booby trap it. You so that kind of sounds like what Fallout 76 is trying to do. Did you see anything about Fallout 76 or no? Just, uh, you guys, uh, you know, just kind of hyphy about it. But in reality, I didn't really get into too much of the details. But, you uh, know, the, the, I mean, all these so, games are yeah. working, like, off of each other, so I respect it. But, you know, I'm just saying that's a way that they could have went about it. But never mind, because now you've released the whole Fallout thing. <laughs> Another game. <laughs> We're crossing too many walls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems interesting. And being in game preview, we un- <laughs> every game except a- PUBG has a free one-hour demo in game preview. So I'm guessing this one will have the same thing. So it may be worth trying out. Is this out. an exclusive? Uh, I don't, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say PC, Xbox, okay. but I don't know. I didn't look up the platform list. So... Yeah. Oh, and you don't want them very proud? No zombies. Mm-hmm. I say, you know what I'm really proud? No zombies. <laughs> oh. I mean, they talk... Oh, I mean, I, I saw what you just did there. I don't like that. Well, it, um, it's from the wrong... <laughs> it went in the wrong file. <laughs> it doesn't belong in there. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, fuck, what... Well, completely derailed me. <laughs> it bothered me. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Anyways, forget it. Okay. Vigor. Vigor. Like, Vigor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the other game is Outer Wilds I want to talk about from Inside Xbox. And this I don't think I saw. Okay, basically, the the first thing that comes to mind when somebody sees it is probably going to be No Man's Sky because it's a space exploration type game. And uh, it's a fig project. So if you guys remember what fig is, basically yep. people can actually invest in a game. So usually... Kickstarter or Indiegogo, all that type of stuff. You can pledge your money and they give you something back for it. So you either get a copy of the game or a signed shirt or whatever you get. They have different goals and stuff. With Fig, they have both of those things. You can do a pledge if you want and get something like that. So a copy of the game or whatever. Or you can actually invest money to say like, oh, here's $1,000 of my money. And after you guys hit a certain threshold, you start paying me money back for sales or whatever it is. So it's a fig game. It got fully funded. There was uh, $75,000 in investments and 50 k in pledges. 
It's going to be on wow. Windows, Mac, Linux, Steam, and Xbox One. They just announced Xbox One for E3, so that's why I'm guessing it was in the inside Xbox thing. But basically, if anyone has seen Groundhog Day, have either of you seen that movie? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. So, yeah. Or Happy Death Day is another uh, time loop movie, which is a great movie, which Oz doesn't like, but I don't know why he doesn't. Anyways, <laughs> in, in Outer Wilds, you're caught in a 20-minute time loop. So basically, every 20 minutes, the entire world resets, and that you is have the to. Coolest shit I've ever. Do you think heard. so, really? I am so in on this already. All right. Because my time, I, if I'm gonna go into a world, I'll give it 20 minutes of my time, and then I'm out. Yeah. That's how I play Rocket League. I play until I lose, or if I fucking if I win a couple in a row, I'm like, okay, I feel satisfied, and I I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Five minutes each match, and I'm out. There you go. Yeah. So this is 20 minute um, world reset limit, or if you want to say it like that, and. You can save things that you learn in your space computer log or whatever, so you don't really forget everything. Or you can write it down, too, I guess, if you really want it to be, like, full-time reset. But they allow you to save stuff in your space computer. So you can save coordinates to different planets. I think there's six planets and moons and stuff like that. Some of the planets get fully destroyed within that 20 minutes. And, I mean, it's a whole thing. So it it looks pretty cool. The art style is kind of cartoony. What? Are you watching it now or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then... You know, no bullshit. I'm not gonna like this is gonna sound kind of weird, but Cosmicoria? Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, this is a little different, <laughs> I think. But I mean, it's a very different, but yeah. not really. <laughs> right, right. So because I just see them hopping from one planet to the other, I'm like, eh, wait a minute. Yeah, you I've do seen have to this before. Yeah, you travel different planets and you do look for things. I guess there's several mysteries in Outer Wilds that you can solve. So seven different puzzles or games, whatever you want to call it, that within. The, the bigger package um is there a point is there a multiplayer or something? like what I don't, I don't really i don't think there's multiplayer so it's just a single experience single player experience where you're just trying to figure out as much as you can in 20 minutes before before the world the resets world yeah. Ends. Yeah. yeah and then okay. you save whatever you you know you had during that whatever time knowledge you picked up during that time right you, you right and then the world resets that's and actually really cool you go back uh, and do it again i kind of like this idea i'm, I'm in cool um, I don't think they gave anything about what's it called, like release date or stuff like that. I don't think I've seen anything about that. Oh holy shit! This is a whole bunch of plan- wow. It's like a based off of a real solar system too. Yeah, sure, cool. That's more That's than cool. I found out about it. Um, the other cool well, thing they zoomed out and I see the oh. sun and I see all of the rings and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah, you're in a solar system, yeah. But it's it's like it's, awesome. it's big enough where you can go places, but also small enough where you have time to explore things within 20 minutes. So yeah. that's kind of cool. And also the other thing I liked is death isn't really a punishment. It's more of a learning experience. So <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, like I know the world's going to end in 20 minutes. So it's like maybe I'm going to just go try this even though – because like for me when I'm playing a game and if I know the game is long, I'm going to be very careful about what I do. I'll be like, oh, that looks kind of cool, but I don't want to go in there and lose everything I have or something like that. But if you always know that everything is gone in 20 minutes – then it's like, maybe I'm just going to jump off this planet or maybe I'm going to get sucked up in this like sandstorm. Or So I think that also encourages exploration in different ways that people may not have done otherwise and they can also hide some stuff. Yeah, and they can hide like some ideas and things within those types of, I don't know what you want to call it. It's genius. I'm in. But cool. I'm in. There you go. I'm already sold. Yep. I'm in. There you go. They got me. Outer Wilds, yeah. YOLO goes to... <laughs> yeah, jump through a black hole or something if they have them, you know, things like that. You only live once, you only live forever. 
yep. 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Anything else? That's all for me through that for right now. I got some more maybe next week, but that's Just about it for now. Though. Yeah. So he's like, I need to tenderize and marinate that meat, that juicy juice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll leave it at that then. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, what are we? Oh, new cars Rocket in Rocket League. League. Yep, new car in Rocket League. See, man, this guy knows me so well. We've been in the business way too long together. <laughs> um, Jurassic Park update on Rocket League. Basically, you get the the, the famous Jeep. And you get oh, a shit. fucking amazing. You're, I know you already want it. You're gonna get a, when you score a goal. The the goal celebration that pops out of the net is a fucking flaming dinosaur, dude. It is amazing. Go pick it up. I don't know how much it is, but whatever it is, I want it. It's probably like two bucks. It's normally what their DLC costs. I want. Um, is Rocket yeah, League the last it. game with like normal DLC nowadays? Uh, what do you mean? Like everyone you else kind of went to micro. Right, everyone else went to microtransactions or for maps, which is kind of usual. The same thing as Rocket League DLC. Maps are now free in pretty much every game. Well, maps so. are still free on Rocket League. The only thing you pay for is like sponsored content. So, uh, WWE partnership with them. If you want to get like car- cars and like flags and shit like that, you you could pay for like a WWE pack. Right, but I mean, uh, still, like, I know they I, had an NBA pack. It's an old school uh, they, DLC, though. Like, hey, I'm paying two bucks or five bucks or whatever for this pack. Like, what other game sure. is doing that still right now? Is what I'm asking. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good uh, point. Yeah. Interesting. Old yeah, I mean, they still release the free maps every season. They have a new a new map pack. Um, it's actually a map. Um, what else? Oh, and they still do the whole crates with the keys and that dumb stuff. Right. Dumb. Anyways, but it's yeah, addicting. dumb, and I fucking buy into it every season. It's yeah, you stupid. love it. You love it. Love it. And you love, love your it, battle pass. It. I like dinosaurs. Uh, battle pass? Oh, Fortnite. I haven't even touched Fortnite, bro. And you love your gears coins. I like that I can earn them. I hate that it's still a very broken system. It's not broken. It works as intended. Select all, like, give me some options. Right. Where's, like... Purchase all. I'm not going to spend my coins because I'm boycotting, which I've said before. But I have 100,000 coins or over 100,000 coins right now. So where would be, like, the option to use all my coins on this item? Like, I don't want to sit there for 50 minutes buying 100,000, like, credits worth of packages. And then sit there for another 50 minutes opening them all. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't know if you know this, but General Ram is in the game. Right? Yeah. Like you you can you have to sell shit to craft like to get the, the materials. Yeah. The the scrap. The scrap. Uh yeah. and then you can craft general rep. Yeah. Can't buy them. Gotta craft them. That's fine. <laughs> I'm on the crafting. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, but you need to fucking like spend some coin to get all of these cards to be able right. to, to cr- scrap like, them that's in what, order to <laughs> to scrap them in order to get yeah, yeah. so it's like a fucking never ending cycle of bullshit. Yeah. I, all I want is General Ram. Right, that's all I want. Let me just spend I'll, ten thousand credits and get General Ram and call it a day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, make it more. Make it cost more. Right. Right. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll even do you the favor. Make it cost more for me to be able to purchase General Ram than it is to just buy some shitty useless cards, scrap them. I'll pay for that extra time. Right. <laughs> that I'm saving. In-game credits, Please. not in ill. Yeah. Not in oh, real yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, in-game not, credits, not real, money. not real money. Yeah. Not real money. I want to pay you real money for it. <laughs> yeah. 
But I'll play your game. I'll earn my credits. Exactly. You know, the, the way people normally, you know, normal way. And I'll fucking pay extra just to save time. Right. Like, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. I agree. That's how it should be. I should be able to buy everything I want with credits. Like, if I want a certain character or a skin or if I need a certain card or whatever, I should be like, here's 500 credits. Give me, like, max out this level on this Horde class or whatever. Do you think you're the only person in Gears 4, in the Gears 4, like, arsenal that has this many credits? No. Well, maybe, like... Yeah, I don't know. Because you've never spent credits, right? No, I did. I did for a while. Okay, early like, on when the you game did. first came out. Yeah, and I had a bunch of cards. And then, like, a lot of my classes have pretty much everything. The only ones I don't have are the later cards they came out with on Horde. So, like, they yeah. came out with Series 2 content or whatever. Bonus, yeah. yeah. So, I don't have cards for those. But all the other ones I'm on, like, level 2 or 3 or higher on. So, I mean, I have a lot of cards. But then I needed scrap for, like, building a legendary character or something like that to craft a legendary character. I don't even think I have that one. So then I went through and basically sold all the cards that, like, any duplicate. So if I had five of six for one of them, I just sold all five. Like, I didn't even care. I was like, I need all the scrap because it was, like, 2,000 scrap or something, and they give you 10 for each whatever. I mean, it's, like, pennies on the dollar type thing. Yeah. So I just did them all. I'm like, I don't even care about these other classes. I don't even care about what all this, you know? Because at the time, I figured, like, it takes so long to level up a class. Why am I going to waste the time? So it exactly. was like, I'm never going to play eight hours or ten hours or more to level up this class. Like, I don't care. So I just sold all my cards. And then it turned out they had five time XP last week. So I leveled up my classes anyway. <laughs> 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 and I got the achievement for that. So, Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. All right, guys. Hit us up. Find us on Twitter. I'm at TrueOz. Jack is at JSpin. Juan is at AceJam with an underscore and a three in there somewhere. You figure it out. Uh, all that would be in the, in the description. That's it. Catch you guys next week. Play your jewel. Peace. Deuces.